John 1. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. This is the word of the Lord. All the readers, it really feels like Christmas, not just the temperature. That's good. That's what I need. Yeah. So uh, we're going to look at this Bible passage together. If you're a visitor and you, you don't have a Bible, it's printed on the back of your notice sheet. So you can look there, this passage from John. But why don't I pray as we start? Father, thank you for Christmas. Thank you for light coming into the world. And would light come into our hearts now? Would you speak to us through these words uh, into our hearts that we might know Jesus in Jesus' name? Amen. Great. Yes, Christmas is coming. Now, I don't know what that kind of means for you. For some people, it's just a nice time off. It's a bit more relaxed. For other people, it's very busy and you spend your time running around, um, well, buying food, buying presents, decorating, planning. Uh, that's the kind of busy Christmas you have. Um, I'm pretty new to Hong Kong. I find Hong Kong is busy, and so you add Christmas on top of that. It can be a very frustrating time, especially because the Christmas things, where do you buy them? Right? Um, often things go wrong. Uh, recently I had to uh, buy a certain toy. Uh, Whereas a toy store, I only knew one. First floor of uh, New Newtown Plaza 3. And I had, a, I had to be in secret. I had a half hour somewhere, so I parked. I went there, uh, took the lift, and uh, the first floor was blocked out. Great. Uh, well, I'll just go to the second floor and take the stairs down. Went to the second floor. Stairs blocked. Everything blocked. I see someone nodding who had the same experience. Uh, yeah. It was just blocked. It was, uh, I had checked the opening times. It, was, uh, it should have been open, but no, it was gone. Uh, so I went home disappointed. All plans failed. Turns out it had moved to Newtown Plaza 1, if you're wondering if you want to buy toys. The thing is, my plans failed. Why? Uh, I didn't know what was going on. We try to plan our life, uh, often things go wrong. We say in England we're in the dark. I don't know if you uh, know that expression. Yeah, you're in the dark and you can't see what's going on. Now this is a silly example, uh, of course. Uh, we like information, we like to know things so we can plan. That's why we all like having a smartphone, because all the information is just there. And yet so much we don't know. 
Maybe you have children, you want to plan for their future. Uh, what tests should they do? Uh, if I want them to go to a certain university, uh, should I focus on music? Would that help them? Or do they need an IB or do they need that test? Uh, you don't know. You don't even know what England's going to be like in 10 years' time. Uh, if you think about the future, there's so much unknown that it can be hard to make plans. Maybe for your own life. You know, you want to be happy. What's going to make me happy? Is it focusing on my work and focusing on money? Instead, shouldn't I focus on my family, my spouse, my friends? Maybe, uh, yeah, we don't know actually. What is it going to be like in 10 years' time? What will I be like? It would be great if we know those things. But actually, if you sit down and think about it, we're in the dark. Christmas is a time when maybe we have a few days and we do tend to think. The end of one year, the start of the new, and there's a lot of things we don't know. Uh, let alone even greater things. And we often think of the next 50 years until we die. How about after you die? What comes after you die? Uh, some people, maybe you're here as a visitor and you think, well, well, we die and we stop existing. And that's why I want to make the most of life now. Uh, that makes a lot of sense if there is nothing. And yet there are so many other people who think there is something, that there is a God who made us, and there's a heaven and a hell. And what do you need to do now? If that is there, then I guess you need to live differently in the present. Wish we could know. Wish we could choose between all those different religions. Who is right? right? We don't know. We're in the dark. And do you have peace with that? If you admit, yeah, there's things I don't know. There's things about the future. There's things about the universe that I don't know. Do you have peace with that? Or if you think about it, does it leave you scared? Now, this sounds like quite a, a big opening for... Uh, a nice little celebration like Christmas, but Christmas is not little. Christmas has to do with, with big things. It has to do with the universe, with reality, with eternity, with God. And that is what we're thinking about, and that is what John wants us to think about. And John writes about light that has come into the world. Verse 9, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Light that takes away the darkness. We were in the dark, and John says, no, light has come into the world. The light of, of revelation, the light of knowledge, the light of truth. It has come into the world. And so we don't need to be in the dark. We don't need to... Yeah, there's no more unknowns in terms of the big things of life. The birth of Jesus brings us the truth. And that is the truth that we all need to hear if we think about it. And that's what we're going to think about. That is what John wants to say. The light has come into the world. But how could that be, this baby in Bethlehem? How can Jesus enlighten us about God? How can he tell us the truth? Well, the thing is, this baby is God. As John starts his biography of Jesus, he wants to say that this baby and the man he became, he is God. And that's why he goes back to 
the beginning, not the beginning of Christmas, but far beyond, far before that. Let's read verses 1 and 2 again. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. And when you think of truth, you think of information, but no, the words, John says it was a person, a person who was with God, who was there at the beginning. And that word made everything, verse 3. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. Someone who was there before everything else, who made everything. And the eternal creator. You remember that first reading? In the beginning God made the heavens and the earth. And God spoke, let there be light. God made everything by his word. And John says, well, that word is a person. Let me tell you about him. Because that person, yeah, that was that baby. And he didn't just make the world, he brought life. Verse 4, in him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. I mean, how did we become alive? And not just, you know, a beating heart. Real life, what makes you think? What makes you a person? What makes you feel? What makes you love and, and talk? and relate that comes from this person the words who gave you life he is a person who talks and loves and relates and, and that is you that is the life we have and that life well John says he came into history and announced by this man John another John than this one he was a, a witness to the light he wasn't the light but verse 9 the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. The creator came into the creation. This word that spoke the universe became a crying baby. A, quite an incredible claim. But if you think about that, that changes everything about what we know, right? We may wonder, is there a God? We may wonder, yeah, what is he like? Well, how do you get to know someone? How would you get to know me? Maybe you can type my name into Google, you find out a few, few things. Maybe an old page from my university. Uh, a sermon here, a sermon there. You really want to know me? Come and talk to me. Let's meet up. Well, how about if God wants to meet us and he wants us to know him? He came into the world to meet us as a person, right? You wonder, is there a God? Well, he was here. What was he like? Well, look at him. That's what John says. Look, he, he was here. And we don't need to be in the dark because there is a God and he was here. As John would say, we've seen him, we've heard him, we've touched him. We had breakfast with him. We celebrated with him. He was here. Maybe you don't believe this, but I'm talking history. There's people writing around that time, not Christians. They talk about this extraordinary person, Jesus, and what he did. And then these, uh, yeah, these writings in the Bible, biographies. People who were there and wrote down what they saw. Look, Jesus was real. We've seen him. You need to know this. This, this is truth. I mean, there's a few of these at the back. Uh, Mark's Gospel, 
a biography of Jesus for eyewitnesses. Take it and ask yourself, who is this man? Right? If you read it and you see Jesus, was he just a guy? Or was this man something more? The miracles he did, the things he said, how he never did anything wrong, his love, his compassion, his sense of justice. This was no ordinary person. Just read it. Ask yourself, who is this man? But if then you conclude, yeah, this guy here was God, well, then you know there is a God and we know what he's like, we know who he is, Jesus. It's that simple. And that is great, right? Because you can know the truth about everything. You can suddenly know who made the universe. You can know who made you. You can know where it's going just by knowing Jesus. That is why Christmas is so exciting. We're no longer in the dark. The light has come. Although, was that really necessary, you may wonder. You know, why was it necessary that uh, God would come? If he made us, shouldn't that be obvious to all of us? Why would he have to come and visit? Well, that's because this is a second chance. It's a second chance. You're right, everyone should know that there is a God. But something happened in between. We skipped over some verses. And it sounds beautiful. Here's the light shining. But there's darkness. Verse 5. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. Now on the sheet you can see there's a footnote. Maybe your own Bible says that. The darkness hasn't understood it. And it says the darkness didn't get it. The darkness didn't understood it. Now this is not ordinary darkness, right? Normally you have darkness, you turn on the light. The darkness is gone. But here is a darkness that doesn't go away. It's not that we're in the dark. This talks about us, and it says, well, it's this kind of darkness, the darkness that is uh, deliberate. Now, as you heard in Genesis 3, what happened? We were made, we were given life, but we turned away from the God who made us. We said, we don't need you. We can live without you, without your light, without your life, without your love. We broke the relationship. And so that is why, well, we're now darkness, because we've said goodbye to the light. And we're trying to live our own way. We're trying to live yeah, by our own rules, by our own lights. And look at the world. Look at what comes from that. That's because we no longer know who we are. Deep down, <laughs> there is something, but we have forgotten our God. Now, what would you do? God made us, and we've turned away. My guess, you would leave him, right? He would leave us. Leave us to ourselves, have nothing to do with us. But no, he didn't. After verse 5, there was this man sent from God, whose name was John. And then verse 9, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. And God revealed himself in a new way. We knew him, but we turned away. So he came down to get us to show us himself, to bring us back. Jesus came not just that we could know God, but that we could know him again. Even though we don't deserve that. And, and, and that shows us even more, right? That shows us that no, not just this man was God, 
This is a God of undeserved love. A God who gives a second chance to people who've turned away. A chance for us to come back to him. A chance to have a relationship with him. Uh, verse 12, yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Uh, children is a relationship. We can come back to our father. We can be his children. And yeah, that means knowing and knowing personally, not just knowing about. Uh, you see this baby, that is not just a passive baby with the action going, around, going on around him. This baby is active. That is Jesus coming to the world well, to get us, to have us back. And ultimately, as we heard in that beautiful song, by dying on a cross to pay for all our wrongdoing. And that leaves the question, how will you respond? If the light has come into the world, what are we going to do with that light? Because, you know, there's information that you can ignore, but if the truth is about a person, you need to respond to a person. If someone talks to you, you say something back, you respond. And, of course, you can ignore him. Many did. Verse 10, he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. That's the strange thing. Plenty of people didn't receive him. They rejected him. They preferred the darkness. Sounds incredible, though. Here's the one who made the world, and the world didn't recognize him. He is the one who owned everything, and his own didn't receive him. I mean, if my children want nothing to do with me, their father... That would be a shock, right? would be more than a shock. It would be wrong to ignore the person who gave you everything. To ignore the person who made you. And if the truth is a person, we need to respond. You can't ignore that. No. The right thing is to receive. And verse 12. To all who did receive him. You can be back with the God who made you and loved you. The one who... Yeah, gives you everything. Uh, Jesus offers not just the truth, he offers a relationship to be a child of your father. It's not natural that uh, the relationship was broken. To be a child of someone, yeah, you can't do that by yourself. I mean, I'd love to be someone's child, Li Ka-shing's child, and share in his inheritance, but I can't do that, right? I need to be born in that, that family. And Jesus came to make us born into God's family. Uh, not of natural descent, verse 13. Not of human decision or a husband's will born of God. But it's such a great offer. The offer of knowing what's right. Knowing the truth. All your important questions answered. Everything about life, priorities, what really matters, the future, all falls into place. But more knowing the God who made you. Knowing him as father in a relationship that will last forever. Light now as we know God and light later in a perfect new world that we will hear about with all the darkness gone. All you need to do, verse 12, receive him. And that's explained to those who believed in his name. Uh, believing Jesus is who he says he is. Believing he is the son of God come down from heaven for us. 
And not just believing he exists, believing as in trusting, listening to his words, relying on him, especially his words that we need, his death on the cross, to forgive us and to bring us back to pay for our wrongdoing. If you do that, if you receive Jesus, it will be the best Christmas ever. Let me tell you. Now, I know that might be a lot to take in, especially if this is new. Uh, you heard about James and Sybil. Something was missing. They knew there was more. And that took some time. That was not just one go. They had to explore it. Let me encourage you. Talk to someone from the church. Talk to the person you came with. Uh, come and do a course like they did. And you can know more. But, yeah, don't ignore the light. It's a wonderful opportunity this Christmas. Why don't we go and sing again? As the music team and the choir comes up, and as they do that, why don't I pray for us? Our Father, thank you again for the light. Thank you that you didn't leave us in our darkness. Thank you that Jesus came to show the truth, to bring us back. Father, for each of us, would we be those who do that, who believe in his name? Maybe for those who are new, uh, even for the first time, help us to explore, help us to find out, help us to read, and help us to come to Jesus. Thank you for Christmas. Thank you for this chance that we do not deserve. Thank you for your undeserved love. In Jesus' name. Amen.